Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs> wow. Um, so don't be alarmed. That is Cheryl. Sorry, guys. But she has a bit of a cold and uh, her voice is not feeling up to snuff. Yes, but we're going to do a show anyway, apparently. That's right. So it's not a new co-host. No, it is Cheryl. It is me, yes. Yes. So what's going on in the Disney Parks blog? Um, Disney has donated more than 75,000 toys for Giving Toys Day. That's right. So today is uh, Giving Tuesday, also known as Giving Toys Day okay. in the Toys, uh, Toys for Tots world there. Um, so far, Disney announced they've collected 16,125 toys, but they also gave Toys for Tots a uh, grant that will provide for an additional 75,000 toys to children in need. Nice. Uh, that was announced on Good Morning America on Tuesday. You know, we've mentioned so many times that Toys for Tots was founded in 1947 and his animators designed the logo that is still in use today. Uh, they've distributed over 652 million toys to 20, I'm sorry, to 291 million children over the past uh, 70, 75, 76 years. Um, so there are two ways you can donate a toy if you're interested. You can donate a toy online at shopdisney.com, and that can be done through December 24th. Or you can deliver a new unwrapped toy in person at one of their drop-off locations through December 15th. And if you want to find the locations for Toys for Tots, you can visit disney.com slash toy drive. Good. Disneyland has announced a Southern California resident three-day ticket offer. That's right. You can get a ticket if you're a Southern California resident for as low as $75 per day. These are multi-day tickets, which uh, go on sale. They're three-day, one-day, three-day, one-park-per-day weekday tickets. Uh, they are, of course, subject to park reservations. These go on sale December 5th, and they are available for visits through January 2nd, uh, from January 2nd through June 2nd of 2024. So you have six months to visit. Uh, at $75 a day, not a bad price at all. I'm going to try to limit my speaking. <laughs> the 10th anniversary of Frozen is this week, and there are 10 fun Frozen photo ops that you can get as a part of the PhotoPass service. That's right, and this is only available in Walt Disney World. It is not available in Disneyland. Uh, so there are 10 PhotoPass options. One of the newest photo ops is the Wandering Reindeer in Epcot's Norway Pavilion, where Oaken has set up the Wandering Oaken's pop-up portraits and sauna. Fun. Uh, so that is a new PhotoPass studio. Uh, you can also enjoy the Studio Royal Treatment over at the Disney Springs Marketplace, where they have many virtual backdrops, including those inspired by Frozen. There is the uh, Frozen Ever After um, onboard experience over at Epcot, so that will capture your photo on the ride. There's also frozen magic shots around Walt Disney World that include Olaf, uh, Sven, icicles, snowdrops, uh, snowflakes, and whatnot. Of course, there are also photo experiences with Anna and Elsa at Epcot, and you can meet Olaf over at Hollywood Studios. And then there are some new Disney PhotoPass lenses in the My Disney Experience app uh, that involve Frozen as well. So, uh, you know, 10 nice little ways that you can celebrate Frozen and happy 10th anniversary. Very good. On December 5th, the Walt the Dreamer statue will debut in the World Celebration Gardens. 
That's right. Uh, the new section of Epcot, uh, they've moved some of the construction walls back. Uh, and on December 5th, you will be able to visit Dreamers Point, which is the newly opened section of the World Celebration neighborhood, where Walt himself will look over the World Celebration Gardens. Uh, this is part of the multi-year reimagining of Epcot. And uh, the interesting thing is that there is a uh, concrete wall behind the bench that Walt is sitting on. Mm -hmm. And it's it's going to be a little taller so that it kind of uh, obscures Spaceship Earth in the background. Oh, so right. uh, they want you to get a picture of Walt's statue, not necessarily Spaceship Earth in the background. So I don't know. I think it looks kind of cool. It does look kind of cool. So, uh, you know, um, this is fun. We're getting closer to that area being completed. Right. It seems like Epcot has had construction walls up for about, I don't know, four years mm. at this point. It has. Um, so it'll it'll be nice once that's all finished. And and hopefully it's it's I thought it was all supposed to be done in twenty twenty three. Right. Uh, but that only gives them, you know, a month to wrap everything up in that section and I don't know if it's gonna be done. Hopefully it's done by the time we go in mid January. Hopefully. Yeah, so uh, that wraps up all the news in the Disney Parks blog. Let's head on over to California and see what's going on in Disneyland. They have installed the stage for the Candlelight Processional. That's right, and that takes place in Disneyland Park. Um, <coughs> unlike uh, Walt Disney World, where they perform it in Epcot on a nightly basis, you know, throughout the holiday season, uh, the Candlelight Processional uh, gets set up in front of the Disneyland Railroad Station on Main Street, uh, and they're processional is only two nights and it's going to be December 2nd and 3rd this year. And as we talked about, that is uh, by invite only. That's right. Uh, and that is a 45 minute retelling of the story of Christmas. All right. The Astro Orbiter at Disneyland is closed for refurbishment until uh, 2024. That's right. And based on the signage that is on the uh, uh, walls built around the Astro Orbiter, they will resume flights in the winter of 2024. So we don't have a definitive date, but it looks like it's going to be at least, at least a year-long closure uh, since winter isn't until like the third week of December. So Maybe they mean in January. I doubt that. <laughs> I mean, because that's winter. Well, that's, that's true. But, January, February, March? Well, I don't know. We don't really know. That doesn't mean a lot. Yeah, it's it's kind of a nebulous uh, sign. Yeah, it could be a, a year. I guess a year's it could be difference. a year or it could be three months. Right. Because I see winter starts in December. It's the winter of 2023 that extends into 2024. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll get our team on it. It's a tough time to be at uh, Disneyland because over is. at California Adventure, they're closing one of the best rides over there for refurbishment. That's right. The Incredicoaster is closed for refurbishment, but that it's it's going to be a very short refurbishment. Okay. It is scheduled to reopen on December 2nd. Of course, you know, that could change based on what they see when they go to refurb it. Right. Um, but usually it's not more than a day or two in a short refurb. Okay. That wraps things up in California. So let's head on over to Florida and see what's going on in Disney World. All right. Well, we're over at Tiana's Bayou Adventure. And you know what? They're still working on the real and fake plants. Wow. That's the big story is that they have added real and fake plants to Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which is expected to open on both coasts in late 2024. But that's not the only news from Tiana's Bayou Adventure. No, they put in the cobblestone paving. That's right. They've uh, put in some new brickwork and cobblestone paving in the queue, uh, which is really going to change the look of, of what the old Splash Mountain queue was. Right. The work at Columbia Harbor House is continuing, and they have added some additional scaffolding and scrim. 
Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on here. They started this renovation in mid-September, uh, and that was over on the side of the restaurant facing Peter Pan's flight. Uh, then construction walls went up in early October, and that was when they surrounded most of the building with walls and scaffolding and scrim. Uh, and then they took some of it down, and then they put some of it back up. And now they've just added more scrim and scaffolding. I just can't uh, imagine what they're doing because it had to be maybe five or six years ago right. that that scrim and walls were up for at least two or three of our visits. Now, we mm-hmm. do go every you know six months or so, but right. still, it was probably up for a year and a half. Right. Um, but, you know, in any event, the restaurant is still open. They've created a little tunnel that brings you into the entrance. Uh, so if you want to get, uh, you know, some good seafood um, and whatever else the Harbor House serves. I like the chicken fingers. Chicken fingers? Yeah. Don't they have a, a bread bowl there? Uh, with the clam chowder, maybe. Yes. Uh, but very good food there. And do you know what my favorite part of Columbia Harbor House is? What? The second floor. Yeah, the upstairs it's seating. very quiet. It's a nice place to decompress and relax for a little bit and then run back downstairs and get on the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I mean, you could look out the windows. Oh, no, wait. You can't now because it's covered in in scrim. Right. Uh, Santa Claus meet and greet is now available during the day at Liberty Square in the Magic Kingdom. That's right. He also meets Santa. uh, I'm sorry. He also has a meet and greet during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, But the meet and greet does take place in the gazebo behind Ye Old Christmas Shoppy. Uh, He does meet guests periodically between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. He does have a pretty wide bench there so that people can sit next to him. And uh, the area is decorated with gift boxes. Looks good. Yeah. So do you know what has debuted on the East Coast in Hollywood uh, Studios and Disney Springs? What? The Valentino Popcorn Bucket from Wish. Nice. Uh, so we mentioned this in our last show that there was a Valentino Popcorn Bucket available at Disneyland. Right. That bucket is now available in Walt Disney World as well. However, mm-hmm. the Walt Disney World cost is $20. Okay. In Disneyland, it was twenty four seventy five. Both of them include popcorn at the time of purchase. Mm. So if you want to get it, head over to Florida and save some money. Right. Now we're going to jump right into entertainment news. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Loki creator and the Multiverse of Madness writer, Michael Waldron, is going to be writing Avengers King Dynasty as well as Avengers Secret Wars, which is going to follow the King Dynasty. Those are going to be the next two Avengers films. Now we're going to have a little bit of a wait for them mm-hmm. uh, because the Kang Dynasty, is, Kang Dynasty is now scheduled for release in May of 2026. Ooh. And Avengers Secret Wars will take place in May of 2027. Those, of course, were both delayed a year due to the uh, writer's strike. Um, Michael Waldron uh, created Loki. He wrote Loki. He also wrote The Multiverse of Madness, was which was so a Doctor good. Strange film. I'm kind of excited because I haven't been much of a fan of the recent Avengers movies, mm-hmm. but I loved the Loki series, so maybe right. this will be better for me. All right. And uh, he does replace... Uh, I'm sorry, he does not replace, but Destin Daniel Creighton was going to direct Kang Dynasty. Uh, You may remember him as the director of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, He recently exited the project so that he could focus on the uh, Disney Plus series for Wonder Man, Mm -hmm. uh, which is another Avenger character. Okay. So that is what is going on in uh, Marvel news. Very good. We have no universal news today, so we'll jump right into some other tourism news. All right. In cruising news, Royal Caribbean officially took possession of the world's largest cruise ship, Icon of the Seas. That's right. Uh, 
Royal Caribbean officials met with leadership at the Meyer Turku shipyard in Turku, Finland, for the handover ceremony of the ship after it underwent uh, sea tests and inspections at sea over the past eight days. Uh, the ship will begin sailing with passengers in January out of Miami, where it will be doing Caribbean uh, sailings. Now, it doesn't have a um, the largest capacity. Right now, that is the its sister ship, Wonder of the Seas, which carries about 5,730. Uh, Icon will carry 5,610. However, it is a larger gross tonnage, so it is the largest cruise ship, not the largest number of passengers. Um, this ship has been under production for the past uh, 31 months. So uh, welcome to Miami. Very exciting. All right. That is all the news that we have for today. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully with, or I'm sorry, next Friday. We will be back on Friday. Right. Hopefully with Cheryl's voice hopefully, back and yes. intact. Uh, and until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>